And here's what you need to know. Game one of the Eastern Conference Finals is in Milwaukee tonight. Bucks home to the Hawks, tipping off at 8.30 Eastern time. Western Conference Finals will resume on Thursday with Game 3 in L.A. And Yahoo Sports says that Suns point guard Chris Paul intends to play in that game as he has cleared health and safety protocols. The Celtics are hiring Nets assistant Ime Odoka to be the team's next head coach. Bulls guard Zach Levine will play for Team USA in the Tokyo Games, as will Pistons forward Jeremy Grant. But Nets guard James Harden is pulled out because of his hamstring injury. In day baseball, wild game in Philadelphia, but the Nationals are victors over the Phillies 13-12. White Sox snap a five-game skid by beating the Pirates today 4-3. Mets slugger Pete Alonso will be in the home run derby. He won the derby the last time it took place in 2019. At Euro 2020, Portugal and France played to a 2-2 draw, as did Germany and Hungary. Germany, Portugal, and France all advanced to the knockout stage. I'm Dan Beyer. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Oh, shoot. Hi, what's going on? What's going on? Full Court Press, Eric Franson, AJ Salveson. Intern Cody in the building. He's back. Baltimore was great. Dude, you were like <laughs> Michael Jordan, man. You leave, you come back, you leave, you come back. I'm ready for my 3 You leave, now. you come back. <laughs> Different jersey each time. Yeah. Brett Favre. Brett hey. Favre. Yeah, you can refer to me as Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah, both are Hall of Famers, I guess. So. <laughs> Uh, Eric Franson, I'm Ozzy Salison. Welcome to the Full Court Press, 106 on FM, 1390 AM, 106NTheFan.com, and streaming on our 106 on the Fan mobile app. Uh, Eric, can we take just a, a personal moment really quickly? Uh, you showed me something pretty cool, and that's the numbers of listeners that have been listening to our show, whether it's during the show or after the show. Uh, I just want to give a big thanks to our awesome listeners. I mean, that is, Eric, What this when this station was created... Uh, I wasn't sure, you know, how we were going to be able to get it going and how we were able to get the engine started and how long we could keep it running. But uh, I, I knew that working with you, that we were going to work our butts off to try to create something for our listeners to enjoy every single day, whether it's Dan Patrick, Doug Gottlieb, Colin Coward, you or I or whatever. But this show is definitely taken off. And to our listeners, if we could just take a personal moment, I want to tell them thank you because that is a phenomenal achievement what we've been able to – or excuse me – what our listeners, when I say we, I mean you, me, and our listenership yeah, right. has yeah, been our able whole to build audience. up. And and this has just been a, uh, an incredible ride and, and something I've deeply enjoyed. And so to our listeners, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of the Full Court Press every day with us for two hours and, and uh, dealing with my bad takes and Eric's worst takes <laughs> uh, and our banter and our arguments. And um, it's it's been an absolute blast. So thank you. Yeah, and you know whether it's uh, you're listening to us uh, live on your car radio as you're driving around, uh, listening on your phone on the mobile app, uh, if you're still at your desk winding down your day, you know streaming us through our website, or if you're listening to us after the fact in one of our podcasts, uh, it has been really fun to watch how this show and this program has grown a lot over two years. 
Three, actually. Almost three? Yeah, we're looking at season four starting in August. So, yeah, it's been a pretty, pretty quick ride and uh, growth here on The Fan, and so we're really pleased with that. And But it, it none of it's made possible without you, the listeners, tuning in and yeah, participating on the uh, Guild Mortgage text line, and that's yeah. a ton of fun. So thank you. That's a very appropriate way to start the show. Uh, our text line is open for you, Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321. Hey, don't forget, Gil Mortgage is doing a great golf tournament. Um, they uh, It's it's June 29th. Uh, $1,000 for a team to be able to get in, $500 to sponsor a holder, $100 for a raffle entry. All proceeds will go to the Logan and Cache County Fire Department, Logan and Cache County Police Department, and the Search and Rescue Team. Uh, big thanks to Gil Mortgage for being a part of our show. This has been an absolute best, and... Uh, we, again, we thank all the sponsors and all who've been involved, and uh, we have a lot more coming up in the future. And, and uh, it's God, man, we got a lot more to come. Just so we are, everybody is warned now, though. Um, we are going to go to a one-hour show from June twenty-eighth to August second. The reason is, is because we want to make sure we give you guys the best content and the best show. And when the Jazz die, we die. <laughs> and so... <laughs> I mean, that's certainly a big part of it. <laughs> I mean, and, 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 but we'll, we'll, we'll go back to two hours on August 2nd. That'll be our fourth season. When I say fourth season, when Eric and I start, um, started, this will be our fourth season together. August 2nd, we'll go back to two hours. So on Monday, June 28th, we'll be to one hour, 4 to 5 p.m. until August 2nd. Uh, in between then, we'll keep you up to date. We'll have Mount West Conference media dates, which, by the way, is July 21st and 22nd. Craig Hislop, our good friend, will be down there in Vegas to get all the audio of all the coaches, players, Blake Anderson included. I just got the confirmation today that his credential was approved. So. Awesome. So, yeah, the great Craig, uh, Craig he's Hislop. He's going. Who, He'll uh, be there. Makes it a tradition where he gets to go down, uh, spend a couple bucks on the Nevada guessing game, <laughs> and then uh, go get some audio for us. We'll play all that audio, Eric. Is that how he spends his time? Or oh, does he dude. go to like a show? Man, you should you should hear his strategy on the game of Pinochle on the senior citizen game or even bingo. He's got a strategy. Does he go down and play war? Oh, man. He hits it, yeah. Rochambeau. War, uh, goldfish. Rock, he's, paper, scissors. He's big into goldfish. Uh, he, he loves that game with the senior club. Remember that scene from... Uh, uh, vacation, family va- Vegas vacation. Uh, Vegas vacation. I know where you're going. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he goes into the off the strip casino when it's all like these silly games, like guess the number behind my back and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Chevy just, Chase is trying to catch he's up. Trying to catch. <laughs> I love he keeps that losing movie. <laughs> in these silly games. Is it a sport? No, I'm kidding. Don't do that again. <laughs> Don't do it, kid. That's Dude, not, we got off. Uh, so let's bad. not go down that <laughs> rabbit hole one more time. Uh, yeah. So Craig hits up. So again, we'll go to one hour. Uh, from June 28th until August 2nd. August 2nd will be our season four first episode. Uh, we'll go back to two hours. The Olympics will just be about a week away from concluding. Fall camp will start for Utah State football. High school will be a week away from starting their season. Yeah, Eric. true. Uh, and then we'll have uh, all the, uh, I guess, I mean, more, much more coming through the upcoming season uh, in, in the fourth season of the Full Court Press. So just a warning, four to five starting Monday, June 20th, and then on August 2nd, we'll go back to two hours. Right, but you, you bring up a very important point. In years past, uh, the full-court press would go as far as the Jazz would go. And sometimes um, that would mean the full-court press would end in early May. That's crazy. <laughs> and then it would be off the air for months, and it would come back usually oh, you like guys the, would go the off second the week of August. Um, just 
It was late in the evening, uh, late in the day. There wasn't a whole lot of local content. Weren't you guys on it? I don't mean to throw any of my co-hosts under the bus, but it was hard. <laughs> it would have been really hard to do a one-hour show through the summer with some of those guys. Hey, were you guys on at six? Right? Yeah, we're on from six to seven, and it would just it would suck because oh yeah, everybody is out of the building. It's still nice outside. Everybody's yeah. golfing or going to the lake or having fun, and I was stuck in here doing stuff, but. Um, but we're not going away. No, uh, we, no, no, we're no, 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 trimming no. back, scaling back just yep. a little bit, just because look, the content in in the summer does get thin. Now, th- but there still will be things to talk about: draft, uh, free agency, Tokyo, uh, the Olympics, the Olympics. Up. Yep. Uh, what happens with you know? What are the Jazz going to do in their summer league? Yeah, and things like that. What are the new players that have been drafted? What are they going to look like? What are the moves that the Jazz are going to make? And when we get closer to football and a lot of excitement there with uh, new coach, new coaching staff, all those players coming back, the transfers. So there'll be there'll be plenty to talk about Absolutely. Uh, once we get going back in early August to expand back up to two hours. And then coming back in season four, Eric, we've got a lot of exciting things. We're going to... We're going to really dig into our opposition research with weekly day. I mean, now that college football is getting back to some normalcy, we're going to have some fun. I mean, we're going to get to our opposition research. We're going to get, to, we're going to get great interviews for you. Uh, we're going to get a national perspective on college football. Uh, NBA basketball and the Jazz get started up again, and they have their media day. Uh, we're, hopefully, we're hopeful to be able to send either one or both of us down there. We'll be doing uh, – one-on-one interviews with the players and the coach. That's what we hope for, and we're working with them with Utah Jazz on that. Uh, so we got so much more coming up uh, here in season four. So, but we, I'm, I mean, I got to be honest. I'm looking forward to. Not going to lie to you, just a one-hour show, a little bit of a kind of a break, a scale back, so uh, we can kind of let our hair down and kind of get back to just you know recharging our batteries, and then. Come August, Eric, it's full bore. Again, full football season back. Got a lot of good things to talk about. Athlon and Phil Steele released their All-Mount West Conference teams. 14 players, Eric, make the Phil Steele and Athlon All-Mount West Conference team, which is awesome. Save on Scarver, of course, highlights that whole entire roster with a another preseason All-American mention. Boy, he's got big things planned ahead with the new coaching staff. And new yeah, and how he gets interested – or in, not – interested how he gets highlighted excuse me with this new coaching staff and i think a really good wide receivers coach oh my goodness um and does because we would see him do electric things in special teams but when it came to the passing game it was he just quiet. wasn't really used a whole lot amen and is that because that's not his skill set that's not his strength was he just other guys that just were better options hard to know but uh, Scarver with a little bit more time in the system with a uh, which I think a really good offensive minded head coach and a really good wide receivers coach uh, be able to work with that group of wide receivers not just him but a group of wide receivers that could be pretty interesting but despite that um, it's great to see the individual honors but there's still not a lot of respect for Utah State as a whole as a football team Phil Steele had Utah State second from the bottom yeah. in the Mountain Division yeah. Behind, only New Mexico was worse, which is totally understandable that New Mexico would be down there. But is Utah State really going to be that far down in the Mountain Division? And overall, in the entire Mountain West, um, not a lot of respect. Like Vegas is only predicting three wins for Utah State. A couple other publications uh, coming out saying Utah State predicted order of finish is going to be near the very bottom, regardless of cl- division. So I, I think this should be... Bulletin more material that this this uh, team 
in, in the coaching staff should be seeing and looking at and staring at every day until the opening kickoff to provide fuel that, look, we're out to prove something that we're not this bad of a team. We're well, going to be pretty I, good. We're going to surprise some people. You know, you're absolutely right. I think Craig Smith said at one time, and I know Craig Smith is, is the devil's name around here now. Uh, but <laughs> uh, he, he said it interesting one time. He says, look, they base everything off your year previous. Nothing is based on the future. It's all He said almost everything is based off of what did you do the previous year is how we're going to rank you now. And if we remember right, that that I mean, let's be honest with each well, other, Eric. It was an absolute joke. And it was embarrassment, and it was a laughing stock of what the Utah State football season was. What we were it was national rough. news for all the wrong reasons. It was pretty four rough weeks in a row. So I mean, they look at that and they say, okay, I mean, a lot of those guys returning this year, so you're going to see the same show. I and I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm I'm absolutely with you. I think the Aggie team, new coaching staff, I get a home run hire with Blake Anderson. His coaching staff is phenomenal. You're looking at a lot of P5 coaches transfer P5 guys coming into the show. Uh, Logan Bonner, he tweeted out, and he looks like he's coming back. Boy, I'm excited to see this guy in action, to see what he looks like. Uh, Savon Scarver, DHC's back in the house. Um, Justin McGriff, uh, Devin Tompkins comes back. He was going to transfer out. He's back. I think they got a lot of good yeah, things exciting. Boy, that, both that guy, oh, man. He was electric during the spring. Uh, I think he's just going to be a burner. I, I'm really excited to see him play. Can't imagine what for he Utah has State football. And this offense, again, you're they what they want to call it the fastest show on turf, uh, is what they have nicknamed the offense. And they said, look, we know what the 18 offense is. We want to be faster than that. I mean, that is that is snap your fingers and let's that play should be already ran and completed with everybody at the line of scrimmage for the next play. Eric, yeah, that's insane. It is, but it also puts a lot of pressure on the defense. And what's a new defensive approach for Utah State? Yep. Uh, I, there are some really good players coming back. There are some significant questions that need to be answered, specifically that defensive line, um, some issues in the secondary. But um, but all that being said, though, still, I'm, I'm pretty excited about Coach Banda, uh, or is it Banda. Yeah. So I, I go back Coach and, Banda. I go back and, and forth. And he responded from, with Coach Banda, so I'm going so, with okay, it. Okay, we'll go with Coach Banda. <laughs> um, but uh, it, just his philosophy and what he brings from his time being at some pretty significant places defensively that were making some great strides before he left. So yeah. uh, I, I'm really excited to see how it plays out when they all get back together and we see the product on the field, what they've been able to do in the weight room. So, uh, yeah, really intrigued. Uh, we got a few text messages coming in. Again, if you want to text into the show, 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321. Eric, is looking for advice. Love you guys. It's the two most predominant father figures in my life. Do you have any <laughs> advice to me as I'm getting married and moving in next week and how to get my sports fixed while, my marrying, or while marrying a gal who didn't grow up around sports? Look, young man. All right. We are going to help you here, all right? First of all, getting married is the best decision you can have. You only get married once in your life. At least that's what I was told. Sadly, uh, <laughs> not always the case. <laughs> uh, congratulations, by the way, 9463 on getting married. So super happy for you. Uh, where My favorite question, I think the question everybody always gets asked is, where's the honeymoon? So first of all, where's your honeymoon at? Uh, B, congrats on getting married. C, Make the gal love sports. Like, hey, only show her the best games. Show her the games. Like, like put on a pre-recorded game.
from a long time ago that has an exciting finish and make it seem like it's live. Be like, oh my gosh, this is live right now. It's happening. And it's like five years ago. From put the, on the Sam Merrill shot. From the 90s or something. Yeah. Like <laughs> or, or, or put on the Sam Merrill shot. She won't know any better. Look, Sam Merrill's playing right now. This game is nuts. And then, like, just go berserk when Sam Merrill hits the shot, even though you already know the ending. Pretend like it's happening live. She'll fall in love with it. Okay, so I've been married 18 years. Yes, happily. So um, You outkicked your coverage. Holy oh, cow. Oh, yes, She's I did. She's incredible. Um, but what I have found over this span of time, because I was doing the full court press, uh, just starting the full court press. It was just a brand new, and I was just starting to do that when we got married. Really? So um, what I've learned over time is not to overwhelm them with being a huge sports fan. <laughs> Because then they will learn to <laughs> to really despise that part of you. So you kind of have to pick and choose your battles. Um, you know, uh, try to introduce them to some of the things that you're that you love that you're passionate about. But I don't think you can throw it all at them at once. Mm. Just be cautious about that. And then, you know what? Um, podcasts, uh, DVR, uh, those things that you can listen to or watch on your time. Those oh, are gold. Yeah, download the uh, 106 and the Fan podcast, and you can listen to our show maybe the next day. You know, maybe while you're at home, you're like, oh, I'm going to miss like, the show. You know what, honey? You wanted to go do this activity, or you, you want your time? Yo, you want to go to bed? Get out of here. Right. You know? I'm just going to catch up on a few things. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm busy right now, but you can go up and watch your Bachelorette show. I'm going to just stay down here, read a book. Listen to some podcasts, get, educate myself a little bit, and then you just turn. Just, us you know, on, man. I just I got to get you know my fix. It's my team. I'm excited. I want to know what's going on. <laughs> Try to introduce them to it, right? Try to bring them along. Uh, but it's funny, like in my house, like I I can't watch much football. My my kids, for whatever reason, don't really like watching football because really? they've associated me being gone on Saturdays with. Football. Oh no! <laughs> and so they don't really like football because <laughs> that means. Dad's not around. Oh, and so, uh, so I have to be kind of more judicious about my time when yeah. I'm watching football. I'm yeah. careful. Basketball, man, we're all in. Like, oh yeah, we all watch it together. And that's awesome. Whether but, it's live or on TV, and uh, that's different for different people. But nine three one five text into the show. How does an intern have such free mobility to come and go as he pleases on the full court press? Uh, AJ is the whole reason I listen to the show. You are all awesome. People should be lucky and proud to have the Full Court Press radio host to look up to. Why would you make me say that with the news of a one-hour show? <laughs> uh, marriage advice from Audrey that's not married. Yeah, uh, long story short, complicated relationship. Happy to be with uh, my partner. I don't, know what, I don't even know what to call you guys. People, friends. Uh, 9310, text into the show. Audrey's married. Complicated. <laughs> Very complicated. Nine three one zero text into the show. Love the show and the station mainly because of. Okay, you didn't say that. Uh, have you guys talked about Spence Dinwiddie yet? I think he's the best available player for the Jazz can get. Ooh, but he's coming off an ACL right. injury. We, we That's did what I'm mention about. that just the other day. He is going to be an available free agent, but I, I think you'd have to take a long look about you know, what is his health and his availability. It, like, if we're concerned about Mike Connolly and his availability. Do you go and spend on a guy who may not even be able to play much? And if he does, like, how effective is he going to be post surgery? Some of those guys come back from those surgeries and they're fine. Um, you know, they maybe lose a little bit of a step, but they're still very effective. Some guys come back and they're not the same guy. 
and they're definitely not worth the same level of investment. So I think from an organization, you have to be very cautious about somebody coming off of an injury like that. 9310 says, same with me in marrying a non-sports wife. Aggie basketball is the answer. Learn the players, yell at the other team, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> hey, honey, you want to go? You know what? You got some anger? Let's go to a game and let's just chew out the other team. No holds bar. No mercy. I mean, I've heard everything from that crowd, too. Like, I've heard. Yeah, I'm sure you've been to a few games where you're like, wow, we can say that, huh? Where's the bleep button? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Again, thank you. Yeah, for but it is fun when you get to bring someone along, oh, educate yeah. them, whether that's a, uh, yeah. a, a new spouse hey, or honey, someone you're dating. This is J.C. Carroll. He's the second greatest player in Aggie history under Sam Merrill. <laughs> or just explain the culture and the fun, and they kind of get caught up into it. And that's okay. what's really fun. Okay, so yesterday I brought up a non-sports question. I actually got another question for you today, Eric. Uh-oh. Okay? If you had an alumni Utah State basketball game, five on five, you get a pick who gets to play in their prime. Who is the 10 players you want to see face each other? Oh wow! I have to do that off the fly? No, no. I mean, just I mean, I just That's I mean, good who, question. Who are guys you want to see play against each other in their prime? Ten players, Aggie basketball in their prime, alumni game. They have to have graduated, or I mean, they've had to have already played for the basketball team that no longer are active on the Aggie basketball. So non-current, yeah. How do I active say Active players, yes. non-active players. Anyways, I just I was thinking about hmm. that the other day because I want to put like I'd love to see an alumni basketball game. You know, by get Spence Nielsen versus Ty Wesley and just see who, you know, if it's, I mean, Spence is one of the nicest guys, but would Ty Wesley make Spence want to just punch him in the face, you know, <laughs> or give me Sam versus, I mean, it's like Sam versus JC would be the most beautiful thing of basketball ever. I'd love to see that. I don't want to see him on the same team because that's cheat code, but see him against each other. That would be fun. Like, because that I, would be way fun. I would love to see that. 9463 text into the show. Uh, I want to see Gary Wilkinson try to box out Merlin Olsen. <laughs> uh, well, Merlin didn't play basketball, so we might have to throw that one out the window. I'd like to see Gary try to box out Namish. That would be fun. Someone's going to get hurt. <laughs> Someone's going to get hurt in that game. Anyways, I was just thinking about it the other day. Speaking of Nimi, uh, he's getting some good attention. Boy, he looked draft great combine. in his combine. Uh, saw somebody put together a mixtape of him. This was a non-Utah State person, uh, and I'm trying to think of who it was. Uh, now off the top of my head, I tweeted it. I retweeted it. But um, somebody who's paying attention and watching the draft said, hey, look at this kid. Look what he's doing. He had uh, good movement, good hands, instinctual where the ball was, where he needed to be defensively. He looked really good in some of the drills that they were running yesterday. Uh, they're doing a few more things today, and um, then they start doing some scrimmages too. So, uh, Nimi getting some good attention with the uh, draft combine. Do you think? I mean, people. Why are people surprised about Nimi performing well at the combine? What am I missing? Well, I don't know that it was a surprise. Like, didn't see this coming. I think it was just like, hey, look at this guy. He's he's doing good, turning some heads. Yeah, good for him. And and again, I still think he's a. I think he makes the draft. I think he hears his name. I just and you saw some of the improvements he had made both on the defensive side and offensive side of the ball. I think he hit a long jumper, which was pretty cool. Yeah, to see him hit a long jumper. It's just, dude. And you know what also sucks? It just makes you realize how much we're gonna miss him. 
Uh-huh. I mean, we're going uh, from, yes. with all due respect, we're going from Namias to Dorius. Well, we hope that Horvath yeah. is, brings a little bit different element and um, you know, he'll be a different style of player than Nimi was. And you'll have to, it, it'll be a different style anyway with a new head coach and some different faces. So, uh, but still, it, uh, how were we feeling when it was like, oh my gosh, just what's Utah State going to do without Sam Merrill? Yeah, and but, they dude, still found a way to get saw, the NCAA no, tournament without him. But here's the him. thing, man, dude. There was a hole. You knew and you saw it. Yes. Just the absolute gap that not like having a season or having a team without Sam Merrill there. Just what it looked like, and it didn't look good. All right when you absolutely needed Need somebody to get a bucket, oh, it was. And we're going on these scoring tight. drowns, and there's nobody can score. I mean, we're breaking all sorts of shots, we're missing layups. Nimi can't get the ball. I mean, it was a nightmare, man. So the NBA draft lottery took place last night. Uh, on the other side of this timeout here on the full court press, we'll update you kind of the, the standings where things are because even though the lottery, like this team, gets this pick. Some of those picks are already promised to other teams, and so we'll kind of give you an update on what's happening there. How many picks will the Jazz have in the draft, uh, and you know, what happens from from here? Uh, so 60 picks overall are available. How many of those will the Utah Jazz actually be able to use? We'll talk about that, and uh, boy, what a finish last night in the Western Conference. Game you know, 2, Eric- Clippers and Suns, the Valley Oop. That's what they're calling it. I made the greatest mistake of my sports life. <laughs> now to, that's saying something. I have to confess after that I need to tell you. You've made a number I, of I've learned a valuable in your sports it. life. So <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Gotta be pretty good. <laughs> you are gonna be ashamed. But do you know what? Maybe it's something that you do often. You probably do it often, but it's a big mistake for me. 435-339-0321. If you want to weigh in on the Full Court Press on our uh, Guild Mortgage text line, more coming up. Bright green cars. That's the only thing you need to remember as you're driving down Main Street in Logan looking for Jarek's fine jewelry. Hi, this is Jarek. We have a lot of people comment on the bright green cars outside, and some even talk about the building. But the overwhelming responses come when they step inside. Jarek's showroom was created to offer an intimate, romantic setting for couples to enjoy their ring-buying experience. Everyone is treated like a friend with no price negotiation needed. Make your engagement special. Make it Jarek's. Come see us at 930 North Main in Logan. Just look for the bright green cars. It's the full court press. The Western Conference is going to get better, and the Jazz will not get better. Why are we resigned to feeling like that? Two years, the team was aggressive in making moves, and eventually they were the number one team in the NBA. They are so close, just making a a player or two away. Over and over and over, it's the same story, man. See, and 7854 is so spot on. I love this. The problem is, is this team was designed to be a regular season champion, not a playoff championship team. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 1069 FM. 1390 AM, The Fan. Behind Utah's most successful businesses is a whole lot of technology making them run. Behind that technology is Les Olson Company, your local office technology partner. With everything from copiers and printers to IT services, and even computers and document management software, Les Olson Company has all the tools your business needs to do more. Need office technology? Partner with Les Olson Company. Visit lesolson.com tech. Company. The 
This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. There must be some kind of way out of here. Say the this is not the monkeys. You hurt me, AJ. Well, you, I, you, you hurt my. You hurt my. That soul. sounds just like the monkeys. It sounds nothing like the monkeys. I'm. Sounds pretty close. Well, well who was that? Jimi Hendrix. Okay, get ready for the influx of texts. They're gonna yell at you in a second. Okay, it wasn't as bad as uh, as bad as when I missed on the Eagles. Okay, but that really, I honestly, for thought for the last thirty years of my life, that was the Beach Boys. That, I, I heavenly thought that. And I was really upset when I found out it wasn't the Beach Boys. I'm sorry for you. It was the Eagles, dude. Jeez. Okay, right. so what was the big mistake, the biggest okay. that you've made? Eric, it, it, have it you better ever, be pretty big. Have you ever watched a game and said, well, this thing is over? You turn it off, you go do whatever you want to do, grab something to eat, go out for a walk. Maybe go to bed and then and then come back like an hour later and realize you missed one of the greatest finishes. So I did that last night. Watching the Suns Clippers game, you know, enjoying it. And then I think the the, the the Suns were up by like seven. And I thought, okay, they're pulling away. So I turned on my PS4, played a video game for a little bit, uh, then went upstairs, went to bed. Got up this morning, and I saw on my Twitter, like, I saw, oh, greatest finish ever. Wow, what an ending. Can't believe it happened. Oh, my gosh, that was amazing. (laughs) Without knowing what the fetch was going on. So I had to keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling until I saw someone say, wow, what a game for the Suns. Momentum all their way. I didn't see the highlights because I had to go to Bear Lake. I didn't see the highlights until I got here to the studio. It's a bummer. We have the audio if you want it. Let's play it. Straight up in the air, trying to deny the pass inbound by Jake Crowder. Crowder looking, looking, lobs it up top. It goes in. Does it count? Aiden, miraculously. It, it hasn't been put on the board yet. It hasn't been put on the board. Phoenix, though, will get the win. That was incredible. What was fun today was watching as different outlets picked up on all the different people in the arena near that vicinity of when that play happened or some from other angles inside the arena. Uh, A lot of people shooting it on their own cell phones, uploading it up to different social media, and watching that play and the fan reactions from multiple angles. Was incredible. I, I I have to admit, like you, AJ, I, I we had other things going on. I didn't even have the game on, and when I thought to turn it on, it's just after the game had ended. So I had to spend the rest of my night like 
watching the replays and <laughs> listening to the reactions like, oh my gosh, I'm such an idiot. Well, no, but what's It would have been so fun yeah, to see that in real worse? time. Just doing other things with the family and then turning on the game and finding it or watching the game, thinking it's over, turning it off, <laughs> coming back the next day and being like, well, fetch, man. Well, I, to some degree, I am a little bit, uh, I, I don't feel too bad that I missed some of it because the, and we need to talk about this. The last 20 seconds of game time took nine and a half minutes to I, play. I did hear about that. There was review after review after review. And I get it. Like We have the technology to get it right, but my goodness. Do we have to t- yeah. review every? Did he dribble the ball properly on the right plank? I mean, every little thing they're reviewing and stop stopping play. Both teams got so many free timeouts. Because the referees had to yeah. review everything. The Monty timeout was huge at the end. Watching, you know, the replay, I was like, "Holy crap!" Like Monty got a gift. You got an extra timeout to use. You know, when I watched the inbounds play from, and like you said, different angles and whatnot. Um, Demarcus Cousins was guarding the inbound pass, if I'm not mistaken. He was, and he had, he was defending that terribly. Yeah, like don't. I mean, he's not even guarding the rim. No. The other credit you got to give to dude Booker had broken his nose thanks to Pat Bev's forehead. But he's still willing to set a screen to set... Uh, on Zubak. Yeah, on Zubak to set Aiton free enough to be able to catch and throw that in. And, uh, you know, I- I'm sure you've had the same conversation with people. But, dude, that pass had to be perfect. It had to be right online and it had to be there in order for that play to work. How incredible yeah, from ev- Jay Crowder. Yeah, everybody looks at Aiton throwing it down. But no, dude, even Aiton afterwards said... The play of the game was the pass. Yeah. Has to be there. And people are like, well, it's goaltending, but it's not, though. There's no goaltending on an inbounds play. Exactly. It's not a live ball, so you can throw it in on an inbounds pass, and it's there. Or swat it away. Yep. Yep. Uh, So, Suns now up 2-0. Clippers got him right where they want him. (laughs) Yeah, so that was going to be my next question. Is there anything different in this series with the Clippers being down as they've been down against the Mavericks, as they've been down against the Jazz, is so, there anything different about this series that makes you think, oh, this time it will be insurmountable? Where they've proven two times already, it doesn't matter. Yes. Uh, by the way, Chris Paul looks like he'll be available for game three. Um, the Suns are doing what the Jazz should have done and didn't have the comprehension to do the Suns are doing exactly what the jazz should have done they're using the they're using the size of the suns offensively to score buckets allowing perimeter shots to be open because they're using the size down low and then defensively when the clippers want to go small ball the suns adjust to that defensively they take out, you know, either it's eight and then they've been drink. I mean, they played Jay Crowder almost like as a five, as a hybrid, and used him to guard small ball lineups. And Jay Crowder's held his own really well. Yeah, I, I think the big difference here is that Phoenix has a big man who can punish you offensively. Um, the, the Mavericks didn't really have a big man in the post who would punish you offensively. The Jazz had a big man in the post, but he would do well on putbacks or anything within a foot of the rim. Aiton is able to have some offensive moves with still with athleticism 
to punish you offensively. And they're finding him and using him to do that. The Jazz with Rudy Gobert were not able to do that. Uh, and then they really weren't able to adjust their lineup. Uh, like, as you said, what Phoenix is able to do. Um, and that's that's been a problem. However, game two, or was it game one in the Jazz series, came down to a last-second shot that got blocked for the Jazz to seal the win. It was game two last night, down to the wire. They lose a close one, but they're playing them like toe-to-toe. So uh, the Clippers, they're not going to be freaked out about being down 0-2. They should feel full confidence. Look look what we did without Kawhi Leonard on their court. So Paul George was great in the fourth quarter down the stretch. People are getting on him for missing those two free throws. But if it wasn't for his play in the last three minutes... They're not even in that game. They're not even in it. He was phenomenal, either scoring or assisting on almost every entire score. And yes, he did miss two free throws at the end, which would have made it really tough for Phoenix. But gosh, he still gave them a a fighter's chance to stay in that and win the game. Uh, Got a few texts in here. 8926. Will China use the genetic material obtained from testing foreign athletes at the Summer Olympics to create yet more virulent strains of the Wuhan virus? (laughs) Uh, I'm going to skip that one. Okay. Move on with life. (laughs) Uh, nine three one five. How about when RJ missed on his Kenny's? Okay, I was somewhat right. I was thirty percent right. I had Kenny Rogers as a pitcher. wasn't wrong. Just missed the Kenny G part. Uh, let's see here. One five seven zero. Eric, great question here from one five seven zero. Wouldn't you rather make sure that every call is right, especially in the Western Conference Finals? You don't want any controversy surrounding the refs. Well, and I do agree with that. I, I mean, it is frustrating that it does change the flow of the game. It slows down momentum. But boy, if you don't get it right, and then later, because uh, boy, we're going to have multiple angles on it now with national TV, and they're going to slow it down frame by frame, and they'll know, hey, ref, why didn't you take the review on this to make sure you got it right? In the, in the last two minutes... So especially in a conference or an NBA finals, I think you have to review and and just double check and make sure you're getting it right. But do you do everything? Everything, yeah. Or is I, it uh, only like, was it really out of bounds? Um, was he uh, was he really fouled? You know, who was yeah, the instigator? And you know, Eric, something I've always loved about sports is the human error. You only do it when there's a natural stop. Though. And I know sometimes the human error can really mess it up. But that's sports, man. I've always just, I mean, the human error part of it. Look, we hate Dick Bavetta. I mean, we do. In Utah, he is, he's a bad person as a ref. Uh, he's no longer welcomed here. <laughs> we double charge him on drinks and dinner when he comes here and he buys anything. We triple charge him. But the human error element of the game, I think, is what made it, I wouldn't say fun, but more raw. And so, is it good to correct things? You betcha. Absolutely. But, man, I miss the human error. Like, hey. Like the Howard Isley shot clock violation of the NBA Finals See, that was just flat out screwing over the Jazz. That was just flat out. They refused to do. No way. Is it? That shot's way too late. Even though it's like midway through its arc. When the, 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 uh, the light 
goes on and the buzzer sounds. So, yeah, I mean, there are times when it, it should be looked at and should be reviewed. Um, and it's, yeah, I don't know how what's to fix it. I mean, you want to, fans are demanding, players, owners, there's so much on the line. You have to be able to get the call right and be sure that it's right. Too much is at stake if it's wrong. Uh, I see six, seven, eight, nine. The Suns have wings. Jazz would have still struggled with that with a Rudy that had offense. I think we need wings more than a big with offense. Six seven can play D and score a bit. Absolutely, I would agree to that. I think that is a high priority for the that Utah Jazz be. in the offseason. in free agency or in the draft. That is absolutely one of those things. By the way, I'm really nervous about the Jazz in the draft. I just man, the Jazz always find a way to screw it up. Really? Yeah. I mean, finding a way to get Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Okay, Rudy Gobert. deals with Denver. Okay, no, hold on. That was Denver being stupid. Give more credit to Denver. Jazz had to make a sales Jazz. pitch to pull that off and still get the right guy. I don't know how much of a sales pitch it really needed to be. So, yeah, the Jazz have definitely had some misses, but they've also hit some pretty good home runs. Dude, we our top like three picks were Enos Cantor, Trey Burke, and Gordon Hayward. Dante Exum was a top three pick. That was a that don't take don't be like complimentary about that. That wasn't a good decision. No, I, I'm agreeing with you. Oh, okay, yeah. Make sure the last place. top pick that the Jazz got semi right was Darren Williams. Oh yeah, Darren was. Oh man, that they've was been great missing pick. ever since. Whenever they've given the opportunity. Seven eight five four. Thank you, Aiden. Another great university, Arizona product. How much did he cost, by the way, over at Arizona? <laughs> Could you help me seven eight five four on that? How much? How much money do they have to pay? Hey, speaking of the draft, uh, just quickly, the the yeah. draft lottery took place last night. Detroit ends up with the number one overall pick. Good for Detroit, by the way. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not mad. No. Um, or Orlando would be the team that's upset. I mean, they oh, had just dude. equal opportunity to get the first, but they end up fifth. Oh man, Minnesota got hosed too. Uh, Minnesota drops down to well twelfth, wasn't it? Uh, well, technically, Minnesota went to seventh, but that pick actually transfers to Golden State. Golden State, yep. So Memphis, excuse me, Minnesota is up because there. that was the Wiggins. Uh, Wiggins going to uh, Golden State. So Minnesota, Minnesota does not have a first round pick this year. A terrible team. Wait, really? Really bad team. They do not have a first round pick. No way. So Don't. I'm really upset. Like in their second round pick is transferred to Oklahoma. Oklahoma City. Yeah, Oklahoma. They have an early a lot second rounder and it goes to Oklahoma City. Dude, Oklahoma. So uh let's see here. So I'm I'm trying to scan through here. I don't know that Minnesota even has a pick. All right, so here's your top ten. Minnesota does not have a pick in the draft. Oh, Spurs. Oh. Yeah, okay. So Pistons are one. Rockets got the second pick. Cleveland somehow continues to get gifted for being crappy. They're third. Toronto fourth. Magic fifth. Oklahoma City sixth. Golden State on a swap is seven. Magic on a swap is eight. Magic's got two picks in the top ten. Yeah, they got number five and number eight. Number nine is the Kings. Number ten is the Pelicans. So, uh, certainly a lot of talk about um, Oklahoma City. They've been... Why are the Jazz 30th? They've been... Because they had the number one overall... Uh, record, so they pick last. No, in the but draft. isn't that based on like when you where where you finish at in the playoffs? Regu no, it's regular season. 
So Phoenix is right behind Utah because they have the second best See, this overall is- record. Philadelphia, it's, not, it's just it's a, it's in reverse order. Your first, your top fourteen teams are in the dra- in the lottery, and then after that, it's all based on what was your regular season, and so what was your ranking from there. So Washington was the worst team not to make the oh man uh, the the lottery, and so they're number fifteen in the in the picks. Jazz had the best overall record, so they get the number thirty pick. But here's the thing. We talk about Oklahoma City. They've been like stockpiling picks. They get two first-round picks and three second-round picks. Houston gets three first-round picks. And then the other interesting point of this is Orlando gets two within the top 10. Uh, Golden State also gets some juicy picks. They get the number seven and the 14. Uh, And um, so they they get a couple of first-rounders as well. So, kind of interesting the way that the uh, the draft worked out. Utah only has the number 30 pick because their si- number 60 pick is transferred to Indiana. So, Utah has one chance on a pick, and it's deep at the very end of the first round. So, uh, you're not going to get a star. Um, it's very, I should say, it's very unlikely, highly unlikely you're going to get a star. You might be lucky if you get a... Um, a rotational guy that deep in the in the uh, in the in the draft process, you might be able to find somebody who's a role player who could be a starter. But again, that's very rare that deep. Stars are within the first five picks. Starters are with you know from five to fifteen, five to twenty, and everything after that is rotational guys or some guys that will never even see the court. Yeah. By the way, a way off topic. You didn't by chance see Jay Williams' freaking text or a tweet today, did you? Uh, Jay Williams? No. So the former Duke guard. Okay. Um, so uh, the the uh, Boston Celtics are finalizing a deal to hire Brooklyn Nets assistant uh, Udoka as the franchise's new head basketball coach. Jay Williams tweets out. The first head coach of color for the Boston Celtics. Um, Even more importantly, he is one talented individual who has paid his dues. (laughs) You're just going to ignore the Doc Rivers era? Is he going to ignore Bill Russell era? Is he going (laughs) to ignore the guy in the middle, like in the 90s? Like, he tweeted that out. Terrible. I mean, come on, world. You got to be better than that. Uh, A thing interesting about Udoka is that he's from the Portland area. He played... High school and college in that area. Um, he, I guess, he did some stuff with the Trailblazers, um, a, a little bit, but uh, it had a lot of people thinking that the Trailblazers should have made him a top priority to find a new head coach, and he wasn't even on their radar. Really? So Boston really excited about putting him in as their new head coach. He was involved with the FIBA, uh, excuse me, FIFA, no, FIBA. Is that the basketball one? I forget which one's football, which one or soccer, which one's basketball. <laughs> FIFA or FIBA. <laughs> the international basketball team that Donovan was on. I guess he played a big role FIBA. in that staff. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown was were were there, and so they really liked Udoka and what um, uh, Ime was uh, as a coach. How he communicated to them. They thought he was very smart, very competitive. So they were very excited and, and really pushed to have him as their next head coach. 
Hey, going back to review, we got a couple of texts there in regards to your comments. 1570, I'm not a big fan of the foul review because even if you really don't foul the guy, in slow motion you'll see any little touch that will be considered a foul, even if it didn't affect the offensive player. Uh, Again, I love the human error of it all. Yeah, to some degree. Um, I think there was a shot by, I think it was by Donovan Mitchell. And somebody went by him in the Clippers series. And it looked like they barely grazed his arm. Yep. And they challenged it, but it was overruled. I mean, it didn't, well, the challenge wasn't held up. So they, they maintained that he, he attempted the shot and it was a foul. So it, it's, it's very risky to challenge a foul because you're right. Seems like any when you slow it down, you start to see touch and contact that, that that could be construed as well. Yeah, maybe there is a little bit more contact there than we thought originally. Uh, Seven eight five four. Regarding the uh, replay reviews, keep in mind they overturn most every call. No, I, I don't think know. they do no, either. They don't. I disagree with that. Yeah, I don't think they do either. I think uh, they uphold more calls than they overturn. And then 7854 has a question for you, Eric. Uh, are you better off developing through the draft or through free agency? If you are Sacramento or the Clippers, they will see through free agency. Both for years, I've had very high draft picks, but not done well. The Clippers didn't succeed until they entered the free agent market. Yeah, that. well, yeah, that's true, because I guess Chris Paul, Jamal Crawford, and I think DeAndre Jordan. Was a free agency? I mean, that's kind of like during the Lop City time. Um, well, so, and then I mean, so and then you got Kawhi, Paul, PG, Patrick Beverly, so on and so forth. Chris Paul came over as yeah. a free agent. Yeah, but look at Philadelphia; they they were building their team mostly through draft. Now they did pull a, a few uh, guys, pull the trigger on a few guys through free agency, like Tobias Harris. Uh, J.J. Redick before. Um, so they have done some things in free agency as they started to become more and more of a of a force in the Eastern Conference. Their their foundational pieces were from draft that they developed on their own. And there's a lot of young or smaller market teams that that's, that's how they have to do it. It's hard for them to be an attractive place for the, the top-level free agents. Uh, and... So they have to develop guys on their own. It's a great point. I, I look, think the Jazz. I mean, look at that core for the Jazz. Yeah, I was about to say the exact uh, except same for thing. Mike Connolly. You're reading my mind. And Boyan, that core was built through the draft. Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Joe Ingles, Royce O'Neal. Those are all guys that they drafted and developed on their own. A few other guys they had to trade for and and get and acquire. And uh, a little bit of free agency with uh, Boyan. But other than that, they had to develop everything on their own. All right, we got to take a break. Coming back, Team USA for the Tokyo Olympics has been put together. We're going to look at that team. We'll discuss how we'll, what we think they can do, how far they can go. It's all coming up here on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. The Elements Lunch Menu is full of delicious items prepared with a personal touch at an affordable price. Elements wood-fired pizzas and calzones are an excellent choice for lunch that include barbecue chicken, classic pepperoni, or the whiteout with garlic cream, parmesan, house ricotta, and fresh mozzarella. 
From batter to order halibut with seasoned fries to the fan favorite, Thai shrimp curry and more. Lunch at Elements is also available for takeout. Casual or professional. Open Monday through Saturday for lunch and dinner. Visit theelementsrestaurant.com for reservations. Get the employee price this weekend at Fisher Home Furnishings. Every big brand has deep discounts. Mattresses from Serta and Tempur-Pedic. Bedroom, dining room, living room from Bassett, Flexsteel, Lazy Boy, Lexington. All at special employee pricing. The best brand names means better quality and better value. Plus, with Fisher's full-time customer service department and white glove delivery service, it's no surprise Fisher's receives Utah's highest rated Google reviews. The best brand names and employee pricing. Fisher Home Furnishings. Employee pricing this weekend at Fisher's. This is Rod Hammer, Cache County Fire Chief, asking for your help. Due to current and forecasted weather conditions, coupled with the record dry vegetation and extreme fire danger throughout Utah, the state forester has determined that measures must be taken to prevent the ignition of forest and rangeland fires. Therefore, pursuant to state law, the following acts are prohibited until rescinded by the Utah State Forester. No open fires of any kind except within established facilities, in improved campgrounds, or day-use areas on public lands, or in permanently constructed fire pits at permanent private dwellings served by pressurized running water. No smoking, except within an enclosed vehicle, trailer, or building, a developed recreation site, or while stopped in an area that is paved or free from dry vegetation. No cutting, welding, or grinding metal in areas of dry vegetation. No operating a motorcycle, chainsaw, ATV, or other small internal combustion engine without an approved and working spark arrestor. This order affects all state lands and all unincorporated private lands within the state of Utah. Violations of this order could be punishable by up to six months in jail and a fine of up to $1,000. Western Extermination is your simple solution for lawn care and pest control. Your yard is meant to be enjoyed without bugs like ants and wasps, mosquitoes and spiders, plus rodents that chew up your lawn and garden. Western Extermination offers fertilization to keep your lawn green and healthy and to keep weeds away. Rodents, dairy flies and mosquitoes cause a problem when trying to enjoy the outdoors. You can count on Western Extermination to exterminate the problem. Ask about military and advance pay discounts, residential and commercial properties, curb to curb services. Western Extermination has you covered. 512-0014. That's 512-0014 for Western Extermination. Oh, This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Why buy from Daryl's? When you shop at Daryl's, you are buying from a local company that has been serving Cash Valley for over 50 years. Your purchase will be backed by a team that knows what it's doing. Come feel the Daryl's difference. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. See Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. The Elements Lunch Menu is full of delicious items prepared with a personal touch at an affordable price. Elements wood-fired pizzas and calzones are an excellent choice for lunch that include barbecue chicken, classic pepperoni, or the whiteout with garlic cream, parmesan, house ricotta, and fresh mozzarella. From batter to order halibut with seasoned fries to the fan favorite, Thai shrimp, curry, and more. Lunch at Elements is also available for takeout. Casual or professional, open Monday through Saturday for lunch and dinner. Visit theelementsrestaurant.com for reservations. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Have you heard? The marketplace is making major changes. Improvements to affordability through the health insurance marketplace by increasing financial assistance, lowering your premiums, and more generous cost sharing to lower your out-of-pocket max. If you have coverage, come in to see if you can save even more. Never applied? We can help. Go to lssins.com or call 752-9493. That's 752-9493. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. So the draft lottery is done. The draft order is set. Utah has one draft pick. 
how much is riding on that one pick? Are we making too much of a deal about it? Or I think should we be thinking no. like that? You have one shot to get it right. One five seven zero texts into our show and says the Jazz will have to lean on free agency this year. Try and get some bench players. There's a possibility to get a good player late that later in the draft. Rudy was 27th. Jokic was 60th. Not saying they will get guys like them, but very possible to get a good player. You definitely need a little luck, though. Here's my problem. I don't think there's as much pressure on Ryan Smith, the new owner, as there is on Dennis Lindsay and Justin Zanuck. They need to start getting guys who are going to be quality players for this team that are going to benefit and help this team in the very near future. Azabuki could maybe be one of those guys. Right, so they have to take a long, hard look at what do we have currently that we can continue to work on and invest in. Guys that we had looking at the bench, guys that we got pretty cheap. Can we invest time and energy into them to be more quality players? Or do we need to be a little more aggressive in finding somebody that's already been developed and has proven what they can do and come join our team? So I think you're right. I think there's a lot of pressure on those guys to get it right. It's new ownership. Uh, what may have worked for their uh, explaining how they are doing things and their methodology to Gail Miller might not work for how you explain things to Ryan Smith and Dwayne Wade. Utah Jazz Adio coming up here in the second hour of the Full Court Press. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The powers that be in college football will reportedly study the feasibility of a 12-team playoff this summer. Not sure what that means. Sure sounds like the conference leaders are saying, we're open for business. Let's negotiate the new world order. There are existing bowl contracts that have to be figured out, and that would be to try to start a new format before 2026. But if significant money is available, there's a motivation to move that timetable up. Seems to be public sentiment in favor of expansion, 14 format was an improvement over the BCS, but it felt like the same teams were getting the chance to play for a title every year. With 12 teams, we could have some playoff blowouts, but we could also have some surprises. It's hard to predict the impact on the regular season. It might water down some games, and it might make others more impactful. If it's the more profitable path, it's not a question of if, but when we go to a bigger college football playoff field. Should be an interesting summer. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. With their new Epic drivers, Callaway is framing the future of speed using a jailbreak speed frame structure that connects the sole and the crown of the club. They've reduced the heads twisting and deforming at impact. This means more energy stays in the driver face and transfers to the ball. More energy to the ball means more ball speed. Jailbreak Speed Frame is in the forgiving Epic Max, the Epic Speed, and the Tour Preferred Epic Max LS. Explore Epic Drivers at CallawayGolf.com slash Epic. When Simply Safe Home Security founders Chad and Eleanor Lawrence designed their first security system in their kitchen, they did so for a very personal reason. Their friends had just had their home broken into. Making people feel safe is what Simply Safe has been doing ever since that moment 15 years ago. With Simply Safe, there's always someone there who has your back. They keep you safe. Go to simplysafedan.com today, customize your system, and get a free security camera. Simplysafedan.com and tell. 
This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. Somebody throws a water bottle at uh, Kyrie Irving. Okay, can you press charges? Felony charges? Sure. At least you're sending a message there. I mean, Trey Young, I wish he would have filed charges against the guy who spit on him. But you want to be protected. In the NBA, you're more exposed than any other sport. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. A fan. Wouldn't it be nice to work for a company that puts their employees first and isn't afraid to say thanks for a job well done? An employer who respects you and has no problem rewarding you with a competitive wage and benefits package? You belong with a company like 3rd Gen Machine right here in Logan. 3rd Gen Machine is hiring CNC operators, machinists, and maintenance technicians. Apply on Indeed. Just go to Indeed.com and search 3rd Gen Machine. Trust me, third gen machine is where you want to be. Equal opportunity employer. Begged and even pleaded, and the heavens heard you. KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. We are Fox And here's what you need to know. Tonight we have an all-new series as the NBA postseason continues. It's game one of the Eastern Conference Finals as the Milwaukee Bucks host the Atlanta Hawks. Cam Reddish has been upgraded to questionable for the Hawks. He's been out since February 21st with Achilles soreness. Bogdan Bogdanovich also questionable with a sore knee. Tip-off in Milwaukee will be at 8.30 Eastern time. Chris Paul will be available for Game 3 in the Western Conference semifinals as Phoenix will take their 2-0 series lead to Los Angeles. Paul has cleared the NBA's COVID health and safety protocols. The Boston Celtics making news with reports swirling that Nets assistant coach Ime Udoka will be their new head coach. Of course, it's his former head coach, Brad Stevens, who's making the hire as the club's new president of basketball operations. Udoka had been an assistant with San Antonio, Philadelphia, and Brooklyn. And Team USA now official for the Tokyo Olympics. All 12 players have been named. I'm Ralph Irvin. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like the full court press on sports talk radio 1069 fm 1390 am the fan <laughs> dodge is flashing like gang signs through the window no i was not that is not a gang sign this is the only one i know that is not a, that's not a gang sign what is that okay now that's inappropriate okay isn't that from like star trek or something no it's from the witataki tribe all right that's in part of <laughs> you shut the Okay. I, I need to ask you something, Mr. Ajay Salveson. Oh, okay. You've started off the show last couple of times with some kind of strange questions. What? They're not strange. Which have prompted an interesting debate from, from our audience yes. on the Guild Mortgage text line. We're grateful for that. So I'm going to throw this out to you, Mr. Ajay Salveson, and to our Guild Mortgage text line. Intern Cody, I'd love to get your take on this as this well. This can't be good. Oh, boy. <laughs> what do you do when someone approaches you with a really bad take? Like, how do you handle it? Especially oh. when they're like, oh, okay, you're, in, you're a sports guy. Hey, sports guy, here's my theory on this. And it's like, it's not just like debatable. Like sometimes people have controversial takes and you can have fun going back and forth with them. But right. how do you handle when somebody comes to you with a really just 
it's just really Horrible bad. Take. Like, how do you not like? Do you offend them and say that was just the stupidest thing I've ever heard? You pull <laughs> the Billy Madison line, yeah. like we have all gotten stupider now just from listening to that <laughs> response. I've never heard that. That was good. Oh man. Or I'll do have, you just like hmm, nod your head? Okay. Um, see ya. I'm not gonna. You know, don't just don't talk to me about sports anymore. Let's talk about I don't know fixing so, a lawnmower. From Cody, now you on. first. I I don't know. I I can't say that I've really no. I've actually had a couple times where I've kind of. I'm not a person that gets, uh, you know, slack-jawed, like, don't have a lot to say. I usually am pretty quick-witted, but I've, I've had a couple conversations where I'm like, wow, you are one of those people. Like, <laughs> one of those people. What am I going to do with you? So you just set them straight and just yeah, so go off on I've them? Done. And like, I can't like, believe I'll you would have that them, take. And I'll be like... I'll be like, and bring your own take. And I just mean, I even have people that I know really well, people I have good friendships with, and I'll say, listen, if you want to have a conversation about anything else, that's fine, but don't ever, ever, ever come and talk to me about sports ever again. Well, why not? No, 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 no. If you want to talk sports, I want you to go sit alone and think about what you're <laughs> going to say, and then come to me if you still feel like it's a good idea. Please know that it's not, and it's a dumb, and it's a dumb take from you. I think it's just, I, for me, get, it I depends on my mood of the day or, or the moment, <laughs> uh, what my relationship is with that person and just reading the room. Because I've had times where I've just like gone off on somebody like, how in the world can you believe? That is the stupidest dang thing that could come out of your mouth. And other times I just shake my head and just, it, you know, side to side, like, no, sorry. I've gotten both of those from you uh, I'm going to go get a drink right now. <laughs> You're like, I've I gotten need, both from Eric. I, mean, I need to step out. I've seen like, Eric just walk out. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that kind of describes at least a couple times uh, a week here on this show uh, that we have to have those kind of reactions. But I'm just curious. Like, have you ever had somebody come to you with a really, like, monumentally bad take on sports? <laughs> and like, how did you handle it? Uh, I'd love to get different, not that I need, like, advice on how to handle it in the future. I've I'm comfortable with how I can handle those situations. I'm just curious about what the reaction was and maybe the, even the fallout. Someone's like holding Eric back. Okay, so funny story. By the way, uh, 435-339-0321 on the Guild Mortgage text line. By the way, Guild Mortgage Unit Golf Tournament, June 29th, uh, $1,000 for a four-man scramble. Or if you want to do a uh, whole sponsor, it's $500 to sponsor a whole. Or you can uh, do a $100 raffle entry. Again, all proceeds go to the... Logan and Cash Fire Department, Logan and Cash Fire or Logan and Cash County Police Department, and the uh, Search and Rescue Team for Cash County. So great cost, June 29th. Uh, you can uh, call Gill Mortgage or you can uh, email AJ at A Otley, A O T T L E Y, at uh, gillmortgage.net. Uh, so, gosh dang it, I just forgot what I was going to say. You had a funny story. And it was about oh man a golf tournament apparently no 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 <laughs> oh man that sucks I just forgot what I was gonna say and it was really good um well that sucks I don't even remember now <laughs> that well, really is a bummer if you've had an experience like that like what was the fallout if you try to set somebody straight uh, what was the reaction or do you just not waste your time and energy and breath yeah, you not have a conversation with on you. that when like, it's you know monumentally what? bad thanks for coming this is a wendy's please leave because it seems to me like for me those situations happen the most when it's somebody that really doesn't follow sports and just because they're very casually getting information here or there they kind of make connections that are 
really <laughs> bizarre how I they make it. those connections. And then they approach somebody that should know something and like, hey, this is how it is. And in those instances, I'm like, how do I even deal with you? <laughs> how do I even respond to this? It's so bad. idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response yes. were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. <laughs> Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> what is that from? What is that from? Oh, Billy Madison. Oh, it is? that is yeah. so good. That 6891, so good. the Billy Madison line, he says. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is the funniest oh. thing I have ever heard. That is, That's from Billy I, Madison? I just need to memorize that line. <laughs> you do. You and really so do. if I get one of those takes, because it seems like they happen not on a regular basis, but maybe once every couple of months, <laughs> um, somebody will approach. seems like it's kind of the same people. But when, when I get that, I just need to, I just need to recite that line, and hopefully it just... You know, I don't have to deal with it again, at least not from that person. So, okay, by the way, 6789 says Eric repeatedly hitting Audrey with diplomatic body blows on his takes. <laughs> 8003, the best way to deal with a stupid take is with sarcasm. The level of sarcasm has a direct correlation <laughs> with the level of stupid. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. That's, okay. I think you're right. So, my poor wife, you know, she, I think she's, Vladimir Putin like, did spike okay, no, the football on that dude. Oklahoma <laughs> touchdown run. So, who was it? Six, nine, four, six, three? Uh, you know, like the whole, like, marrying a gal didn't grow up around sports. You know, I did the same thing. My wife, she's not a big sports fan. She's gotten better as we went along. But she has some really dumb questions or some really dumb takes. And I just look at her and I mute the TV and I said, you need to either go upstairs or not say another word the rest of this night. You got two You need choices. to help educate her. No, help I don't along. have. No, don't make no, her feel dude, bad. I'm exhausted. I She's think, trying to I'm be. I'm doing two hours of a radio show with you. You're taking away her, her I don't time, have with, time. And I don't have the energy to deal with. With hey, sweet Juju Ajay. What a bad and you're decision like, that was. It's third and eight. You wanted to run it on third and eight. Are you serious? <laughs> She's like. She's trying to understand why, why you're so passionate about it. you wonder why I don't let you play Madden with me. Why when you're like, hey, can I play Madden? No, you can go upstairs and p play with the stuffed animals. Or and something. she's Reggie. like, hey, hey, Juju Ajay, help me understand this. And instead, no, you're like, get mad at her. I don't have the, the energy, the patience, <laughs> or the, my IQ runs on very on fumes by the end of the day. I don't have the time to deal with it. If you're going to watch the game, just sit there and watch the game. You know, I just I've been I just realized something. Oh no. This can't be good. I need to reach out to her and make sure I I definitively know what her pet name is for you. 6891. How does she have the energy or time to deal with you? <laughs> because I stay out of her way. When I get home, I you know, I stay in my little corner, I watch the game. You know, I don't Ask her dumb questions. <laughs> you were like so bummed the other day. She times. was supposed to go out of town. Oh, dude. And she couldn't. I was so excited. It's, you know, vehicle problems. That's a serious thing. Dude, you don't care about fine. the vehicle problems. You're like, oh, I was going to play Madden. I was going to watch all these games. I was going to order pizza. Oh, dude, I was so excited for her to leave. <laughs> You're like a 
12 year old. It was one of the worst. Just it was a bad weekend. <laughs> it went from a great weekend to a bad weekend really quickly. Are we carrying this over into marriage advice? <laughs> yeah, I think we, we've definitely morphed <laughs> into different territory here. Uh, hey, by the way, full court press, Eric. Intern Cody back Not in the sports, house. Sports I'm Ross Salvas. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, so a couple of things uh, we did in the first hour. We'll do it in the second hour because we got some new listeners in the house. Um, we, uh, you were kind enough to show me the ratings of, of what we know that were not ratings, I guess numbers, you know, streaming and whatnot. Hard data. Big, big thanks to our listeners who have made our show what it is. Um, we have seen massive um, growth. Growth. Thank you. Jeez, I've said like upgrades. That's what that, that's what I was thinking for a second, dude. That's not good. Massive growth. In our uh, in our listenership. Hey, sp- speaking of upgrades, I'm getting our chairs upgraded. Thank you. Yes. They're, oh my god. It's time. Yes. I don't have to do there this it anymore. Is. Okay. Wow. Okay. Because we had somebody in the office order like a really nice chair, and she was sitting in it. It's like my legs are too long. This chair just doesn't work for me. And I'm trying it out, and a few other people are ch- trying it out. It's like this is a really pricey <laughs> chair. What do we do? And then she's like, I'm going to have to return it. This just isn't going to work. And I'm like, well, can you exchange it? Well, I'm going to, yeah, for a different chair. She says, well, what if you change it? Because this is pretty pricey. Could you change it for new studio chairs in the fan studio? Because if Ajay sits down and I'm on the other side, I can't see him. Yeah, I can't see you guys. And then when I, and then I say, Ajay, please stand up. He does. And I still can't see him. Okay. Don't you, you know, (laughs) it's crap like that, Eric. That, you know, I'm listening he, to his story with a stupid punchline. So he needs a we, taller chair. Are we not getting, you know, so we're not getting studio chairs. You were lying just so you could hit a punchline. <laughs> no, are you we are getting What are is your problem? What is your problem? What did but I do to you? There's a, there's a, look, there's a lot of stuff in between and they're on like pedestals. So you have to stand to see each other in the eye. So we are getting an upgrade. Yeah, we are. Okay. Look, I'm watching okay. out for okay. you. That's fine. But Mr. Can, Aj Salveson. But, but okay, but can I just say something right now, and let's just get it out of you know into clear air. Quit stealing our freaking chairs, especially if you're an oversized human being. Leave our chairs alone. You ruin them. I think that oversized human being. No. Is okay. True. Not around anymore. Yes, that's true. But there are other oversized human beings who will see our chairs and be like, oh, I want that chair. They'll take that chair. They'll move it into the, the other studio. I'm going to put a label on it. Yes. Do you know what you do? I'm going to put your name on one and yeah. my name on another. Yeah. And then and then intern Cody, you can have that one. Okay. And then what <laughs> the we do. The wooden stool in the corner. I'm going to be in charge of embroidering your initials <laughs> into your chair, and then I'll probably be on my stool over okay, here. Okay, and then what we get is like, okay, no, hey, interns no. got to do something. We do, <laughs> hey, we get zappers, okay? So if we see them stealing our chair, we Zapper. have remote zappers, and we zap their freaking butt cheeks. Ooh. And yeah, then like, they'll hate that chair because like they'll that. be like, oh, this chair is a zapper. Like those videos where, like, you know, like the bike seat falls through and they just get, like, the post that comes out of it. Oh, like, no way. Yeah. Uh, it's not appropriate for on the air, but I'll have to tell you what somebody else did in this building to their chair so no one else would, would use it. And one other person's reaction to that, it's really funny. Oh, I but can't it's, wait. It's not appropriate. Off for on story. Air. 
Hey, uh, 9310 text in. Hey, going to my first MLB game on Saturday. Ooh, that's cool. Ooh, lucky Padres yeah. versus Diamondbacks in San Diego. Any advice from you out other uh, or from the other listeners for going to your first MLB game? I've never been to an MLB game in my life. Eric, you have? Uh, I've been a couple of Cubs games. Give some Wrigley. advice to 9310. Yeah, arrive early if you can. Just to take it in, uh, take in the surroundings. Uh, I've never been inside Petco Park. I've been around it. Uh, outside of it a couple of different times. Beautiful park, beautiful uh, neighborhood, a lot of really good restaurants nearby. Uh, super jealous. I wish I could go. Um, but my my biggest advice would be arrive early because if, if you can get there in time just to watch some of the warm-ups and everything, just to get uh, take some time to take in the park, like walk around all the concessions, even if it's not in the area where you're where you're sitting, just to soak it in. Um, because then you're going to be stuck in your seats for a while. So walk around and really explore the other areas of the park um, because there, you'll find different concessions. Uh, maybe there's a unique food that's offered there because a lot of different parks have their own, different, their own little take on how to do a hot dog. Oh, don't so, right now, dude. And some places, like it's not, it's not the hot dog that, that's a must-have. It's the nachos or something else. So get there early, scout it out, take your time. It'll be well worth it. I love that. Any other listeners who've been to MLB games, if you've got advice for 9310. Especially if you've ever gone to Petco. Maybe there's a secret that you know everybody should know that I've never been there. That's awesome. If you got advice for 9310, as he's going to his first MLB game this Saturday, Padres Diamondbacks in San Diego, uh, text it in, 435-339-0321. Uh, okay, what's your favorite like food item that you've got at a park? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Did you? I mean, I, I think I've gotten some form of a hot dog both times. Oh, that sounds great. See, what are you laughing at? <laughs> hot dogs. Uh, it sounds very basic, but still, it's it's kind of tradition. Dude, a hot dog at a ballpark is different from a hot dog on the George Foreman Grill. I've never been to a ballpark, so I, I've heard great things about the Dodger dog in L.A. Uh, and Chicago's famous for their different styles of of hot dogs. Nachos sound good. Nachos is where it's at, right? I mean, you, you, you get the cheese, you get the uh, jalapenos, you get the uh, pico de gallo. Oh, my gosh. I went to a, a Bears practice and they're, uh, at their football stadium. Now, that? Uh, it was uh, their fall camp was going on. Um, and they had an open practice. And so we were able to go, me and a couple of guys. It was that same weekend we went to a Cubs game. And um, we got some food there. It was like a, a, a Philly cheesesteak. Oh, oh it's yes. delicious. Yes. Uh, 9463 says, to 9310, dump copious amounts of money betting on the Padres because we know the, for the fact the Diamondbacks aren't winning. <laughs> now, six Have they won a road <laughs> game yet over the last, I don't know, two months? Uh, here's some advice from 6294. Refinance your house or cash out your kid's college savings for a hot dog on, or something else or something similar. Yeah, look, the, the food at the park is more expensive than outside the park. But it's for me, it's part of the experience of going. If you're going to spend the money to go to the game, I'm not saying go crazy and spend 20 bucks on some cheap thing of nachos. It's just garbage. Yeah. But... It's part of the experience. I mean, how often do you get to go? If it's yeah. your first one, make it worth it. Make it memorable. Dump mustard on those hot dogs. I mean, just 
cake it with mustard too. A, a good dog has lots of mustard on it. Zero four three one text in to nine three one zero. Used to live a half mile from Bush Stadium in St. Louis. Definitely walk around and survey the food. Try and get autographs if you have kids. Find the best frozen margarita stand. Man, that, see, that's the life. Going to a ball game. Yeah, it's true. If you get there early enough, it doesn't matter where your seats are. You just go down to where they're like warming up and maybe trying to get down by the dugout or where the pitchers are warming up. And uh, they're really good. A lot are of times, good about it? somebody will come off the field and they'll maybe, they'll if you're lucky, they'll sign something. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, going back to two quick things. Uh, big thanks to our listeners. Our numbers have just been awesome. And our, our show is great because of you. So a big thanks to our listeners for being part of the Full Court Press. We love you. We thank you, thank you, thank you so much for allowing this station to be where it is now. And it is because of you. So thank you so much. Uh, Nobody and, has interaction with their audience on a regular basis like, like we do. Yeah. So you guys are amazing. You so make thanks. our st- yeah, the text line is awesome. Show, it's always lively. This show is what it is because of you guys. Our, our listenership is hands down, far none, without question, the best on on in biased opinion, best in any station because we have passionate people who listen to our show and we appreciate you guys in, incredibly. So thank you, thank you so much. And then the other news really quickly is that we're going to be going to a one-hour show starting on Monday just for a temporary time. From June 28th till August 2nd, I guess on August 2nd, we'll have our season four first episode two-hour show. But on June 28th, we're going to go back to a one-hour show just to condense our show because the lack of content we'll have. Thank you, Utah Jazz, for helping us out. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're going to go to a one-hour show from 4 to 5 p.m. And then uh, at 5 p.m., you'll have the odd couple, and then you'll go from there. But then back on August 2nd, uh, we'll be back. Fall camp will be on its way. Tokyo Olympics will be concluding. High school football will be a week, week away from starting. Uh, we'll get back into the full swing of things, of two-hour shows. So, hey, uh, speaking of high school football, um, <clears throat> this is you're hearing this for the first time. Uh, earlier today, I, I got confirmation of a guest we're going to have a couple of guests we're going to have on uh, Friday. Oh, sweet. Some uh, people that are involved with high school officiating. Oh, awesome. Okay. So, like, how rules have changed over time? Like, is there anything new coming up this year? Okay. What was it like in a COVID year last year? Okay. Um, but also, like, they need help, like, they need more officials. And it's kind of a thankless, it is very much a thankless job, but it's very, very critical part of getting these games to be played. So they'll come on and explain what it means to be an official and uh, how you potentially could get involved and maybe earn a little extra scratch. That sounds good to me. In the nights and weekends. Uh, 2305 text in San Francisco, garlic fries and a giant crab roll at the ballpark. Oh my gosh. $25. That sounds delicious. Okay, yeah. See, that's the question, though. Hey, so 2305, I ask you, was it worth it? Like, the garlic fries and giant crab roll, was that worth the $25? If I'm going... That's my question. If I have season tickets to the Giants, that's not worth it. If I'm there all the time, I think, that's crazy. I'll get something on my way in. But if I'm going for the one time, and I don't get to very many games at all, I would splurge to do that. Oh, absolutely. In a heartbeat. But it's all about the experience. And yeah, some of it is more expensive, but doesn't mean that's what you have to get. So worth it, though. But there are some things that maybe we're spending a little extra on just because it's a memory and it's an experience. All right, we got to get, uh, get back into the uh, sports thing. But again, keep texting in uh, thoughts and suggestions to 9310, who's going to his first MLB game on Saturday in San Diego. We're going to take a break. Coming back, you're going to hear from Dennis Lindsay.
Justin Zanuck, Mike Conley. Media Locker Cleanout Day was on Saturday, and they spoke about the future of the Utah Jazz, did Dennis Lindsay and Justin Zanuck, and Mike Conley spoke about his future with the Utah Jazz. Interesting comments from him. Yeah, what does it signal about off-season priorities oh, oh boy. and how, what might take place for the Jazz? And we'll give our own priorities as well, yeah. what we interpret. Uh, coming up next on the Full Court Press. Game time. Prime time. It's time. Time to buy a new Honda at your Utah Honda dealers. Unlike the competition, your Utah Honda dealers are loaded with new Honda CRVs, HRVs, Civics, Accords, Pilots, and more. And with used cars in high demand, your trade-in has never been worth more than right now. Honda is the most awarded brand of the last decade and most fuel-efficient automaker in America. Hurry, the 2021 Hondas are going fast. It's time to get to your Utah Honda dealers and utahhondadealers.com. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. An unnamed general manager from another club called Aaron Rodgers selfish. Ex-NFL GM saying the guy's selfish, teammates don't like him, coaches don't like him. It's all about Aaron. They deal with him because he's a superstar. He helps guys make money. It's the old, he's respected, but he's not really liked. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Al's Sporting Goods June 10th sale is happening right now. Check it out today. 5,000 kayaks at the best prices anywhere. Trampolines, 229. Lawn games like spike ball, can jam, and cross net all on sale. 10,000 camelback hydration packs, 24, 34, and 69 bucks. Bike tailgate pads, 79 bucks. Kids camp chairs, 9.99. Lifetime coolers, 79.99. Baseball, golf, cycling. Al's Sporting Goods has you covered at the annual June 10th sale. Every sport, every season. Did you know you could do most of the rock, block, and paper projects around your home yourself? It's true, and Castellite and Logan can help. Their friendly, knowledgeable staff will help you on those projects and more. Why go anywhere else? You can find everything you need for rock, block, and paper projects under one roof at very competitive prices. Right here at Castellite and Logan. For brick, block, rock, paper, and tile, go where the pros go. Online at Castellite.com. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson. Hey, really quickly, 7994 text, and he's been to Petco Field, Eric. Nice. And he says Petco Field, have, uh, or Petco Field has several... Clothing stands, which have awesome items. The food was fantastic, but definitely arrived early to walk around. We went in May, and the wind off the bay was so cold, we brought out a blanket. Or excuse me, we bought a blanket. Definitely worth the price. That's awesome. I need to go. I need. I, I need to go to a baseball. It's game. a really cool spot where that ballpark is located, right in downtown. Uh, two six zero three. Uh, I think it's time for the NBA to expand fans and add teams to Seattle, Las Vegas, or Seattle and Las Vegas. Thoughts? Also, does Utah ever get an NFL and or MLB team? No and no. On this, the last question, I agree. No yeah, and no, no. Sorry, the first one I think is possible. Yeah. I, the timing of it, when it's going to happen, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's some growing skepticism about the NBA's long-term future in New Orleans. Um, if uh, there's a lease that's going to be up on their current venue and uh, 
they're not paying market value for a lot of other things there. Um, and they perennially have been a very average at best basketball team. Um, but you don't just pull a team out of a market because they're perennially underperforming. Why else would Sacramento still do what they're doing? Um, or, or Minnesota for that matter. But uh, I think that it would be great to see the NBA return to Seattle. Uh, maybe that's just more nostalgia just because it was cool. They had a team there once, but there was, it had a bad arena deal. Yeah, and it, right. it, it was a bad deal through the nineties. Um, they moved the team to Tacoma for a while. That was a mess. Then they moved back to key arena. It was still a mess. David Locke did a podcast on that because he used to work over there in yeah, Seattle and he actually, he talked a little bit about that. It was, it was interesting. I think there's always fan support. There was this weird ownership and weird facility agreements that just didn't work out. But um, will the NBA eventually expand to Las Vegas? I think they will. Me too. Me too. I mean, with a, a, a very successful hockey team there, a huge, beautiful NFL stadium there. Um, it's not going to be long before there is an NBA team there. Yeah. Hey, uh, Eric, Utah Jazz had their season ended abruptly in six games to the Clippers. Yes, I was right. Yes, you were wrong. Um, <laughs> but the the question then became, and Eric, you asked, I, I love what you asked me, you know, what does the future of the Utah Jazz look like? And in the Lucker cleanout day, the next day, actually, uh, the media was able to meet with also almost all the players. Donovan Mitchell was not available to media Walker uh, cleanout day. Neither was Jordan Clarkson. But the ones who were were important ones. Dennis Lindsay, Justin Zanuck, Mike Conley are the really the three key ones that you want to hear from here, Eric. Uh, just about the future of the Utah Jazz. Yeah, and I think certainly has a lot of us thinking like, okay, the Jazz had a great regular season, but they fell short. They didn't even make it to the conference finals. So what moves do they need to make? Where do they go from here? Dennis Lindsay talked a little bit about that. What what kind of moves to look for in this upcoming offseason from the Utah Jazz? You know, the natural bent is uh, grass isn't always greener. And then, and then obviously, we have to go through draft, free agency, you know, de facto trade season, when, you know, in both of those draft and free agency seasons and see what's available to us, see what's not, and then make those decisions. But you, you certainly have to evaluate. We have to evaluate the playoffs under the lens of, you know, um, we wore down physically. Um, and and so, yeah, I, I think we'll take a collective deep breath. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I think the part that stood out to me the most about that is that it's not – you can't assume that the grass is always greener somewhere else, that there's a, a bunch of players that are just available for the Jazz to just go pluck and bring into their system, and they will instantly be a better team. Um, you may not have the best on your roster, but they may not really be that bad considering what other options are currently available. And the Jazz, as their situation is, you know, they're, they're going to have to look at developing in the draft. Um, they may still go out and make some trades. But look, you and I were talking about this earlier. Like This is a team in a market with an ownership, but the traditionally now this is the first off season with Ryan Smith, so we don't entirely know how he's going to do it. But this is an organization that has traditionally grown their best players from the draft, from being very young, 
given them time, given them training, given them opportunities, and grown their stars from within. Um, and the other, and, so and, are they gonna are they gonna break from that tradition all of a sudden? Or can they make just a slight tweak here or there with a, a strategic free agent or a strategic trade without having to do too much? That's that's the real chess ma- and that's match a great, going on for great me. Great point you bring up is 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 can they be able to make small or I guess yeah I call them small but impactful movements with small uh, pricing or small uh, impact on your financial budget. Now we know Ryan Smith is willing to spend money. He wants to spend the money to make sure they can build a championship team. There's a price that comes with that, and it's a heavy one, especially if you hit the luxury cap, which is not friendly, by the way, in regards of consequences. So that's and that's something to keep your eye on is is how they handle. I think the key part is how they handle free agency, especially with Mike Conley, who, by the way, spoke to the media and you know about a month and a half ago, Eric, Mike Conley was like, "Yeah, you know, I love this team. I love where I'm at. I love what we're doing, and I love what we're building." And then he was asked about his future in Utah, and this one wasn't so confident. Yeah, well, obviously, um, you know how I feel about our team uh, and the city and the fans. It's been just a wonderful two years. Uh, definitely a, a up and down two years, but uh, wonderful regardless of, of, of how it ended uh, you know, last night. And, um, you know, free agency is, is free agency, man, as you know. Uh, it's, it's the business we live in, and, and it's something that you know I have to sit back and consider with my family. And, um, and, and when that time comes, make the decision that's best for us uh, and myself. And like I said, obviously, you know I've had a, a great time here, great, great experiences with coaches and Coach Quinn and, and the players and Don and Rudy and everybody. So um, you know we'll just have to see what happens. Obviously, I can't speak. Speak and you know, look into the future and what exactly will happen. Uh, it's actually like my first time being a real free agent, uh, so it'll be interesting. But you know, I did I did love it here, and uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Well, that was in the past tense. Yeah, I did love it. it here. It was great. But let's keep in mind, I think he makes a very important point at the end there. He has never been a free agent on the yeah. open market. Yeah, this is his so first time. So I get it. Like he, he, The smart play, and he's got an agent in his ear saying, don't overcommit. Let's just see what's out there. You've never gone through this process. Let's just see what happens. Talk it over with your family and make the best decision. He's going to have a lot of suitors. For a lot of money. Again, he's due that thirty four point five or thirty four point three million without incentives for his uh end of end of the portion contract with the Utah Jazz. But he's and and I would imagine, and I just just speaking based on the gospel according to Ajay, but I imagine he's gonna have offers that are similar to that. Um, maybe a tad bit smaller, nothing bigger. If he gets anything bigger than that, and geez, by all means, buddy. It's your world. Go go have fun. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how many suitors, what teams they are, because the guy is aging and he needs to win a championship. Where does he go to help benefit that opportunity to go win a championship? That's that's an interesting key. If the Lakers can't get Kyle Lowry, do they make a run at Mike Connolly? They should. They should. Boston is currently without a point guard. Do yep. they make a run at Mike Connolly? I would if I was Boston. They just freed up some money by getting rid of so, Kemba Walker. 
I don't know if they have enough money. But, I mean, there's a couple teams out there that feel like we're competitive now. We just need a good point guard to get us there. Well, Jazz and, aren't alone in that, wanting the services of Mike Connolly. Well, and the uh, the other impact to it now, I mean, Reggie Jackson's having himself a great year, I guess a great second half in postseason right now with the Clippers. Does he get an extra dollar somewhere that he decides he wants to take, and the Clippers like, all right, we'll take Mike Conley then. So, I mean, there's just a lot of what-ifs in, in, in hybrid theories, but, man, it's it's interesting. By the way, 2603, Eric, he texts in, can we get a starting point guard and an athletic young wing for the same price or cheaper than Conley's price tag, assuming Conley wants 30-plus million? And, yes, he's going to want 30-plus million. Yeah, you could. You could. You, you could get a point guard and an athletic wing and probably save money. Okay, but here's the thing. You talked about the value of Mike Conley. How do you find someone for a cheap price and yet have that same kind of value? Well, that's you, to some degree, you do get what you pay for. Mike Connolly was elite. There aren't very many elite point guards out there. The, problem, the biggest problem with Mike Connolly is his availability. Mm. Not his ability, his availability. Uh, 6891, the grass could look greener on the other side. But for all you know, it could have been spray painted green to look good. <laughs> Which, by the way, and, and that's, that's true happened because, before. Look, Gordon Hayward, Darren Williams, Enos Cantor, Trey Lyles. What do they all have in common? We're fine when they're playing with the Jazz here, left somewhere else, and well, I guess we're traded somewhere else in, in some cases, and realized, man, it's it's not great. It they had sucks. it pretty good. Add Shannon Anderson to that list and yeah. several others. Uh, interesting comments from Justin Zanuck. Uh, just. Uh, jazz, you know, front office looking at what they're evaluating their position right now, where they need to go from here. And really uh, interesting comments from him uh, about, you know, what it takes to get be from a, a good team, a good playoff team to a great playoff team. That is a really difficult process. And just his, his perspective, his take on that um, when trying to kind of help this team evolve, what, what that process needs to look like the blueprint of trying to go from good to great, as we've talked about before is hard and complicated, but that's what we strive for. And based on what opportunities come in off seasons and uh, opportunities to, to try and get better, because that's the goal and eventually be the last team standing. Part of that's also good fortune and a unique year with COVID and health and largely remain healthy for, you know, not as an excuse, but these are things that have to go. You have to have some good fortune too. Um, you know, for a large part of the six, seven months, we had been healthy and it caught up to us at the end and needed to perform and we didn't get it done. So that will go into the calculation as we, you know, do our download for, for what happened, all the good and the things to improve on this season. So both Dennis Lindsay and Justin Zanuck made reference to the jet, the team being out of gas to some degree. Uh, I think what that signals to me is that they know they need more depth. They Do they start to employ more of a load management with their veteran players? Um, this The next year, the Jazz have not played that game. We're seeing more and more teams adopt that philosophy. Do the Jazz start to get into that a little bit? Because they have some, they're starting to get some little more veteran players on their team. Do they try to develop a deeper bench? Is that, do they have faith that the guys that are currently there, that with more time and more training and more opportunities, that they can become that? 
or do they need to go out on the market and find something? Uh, six seven eight nine says word on the street is Ryan Smith is shaking it up. I don't think we should expect the Jazz to do anything that's the usual, except continuing to be an excellent organization. Conservative tendencies are out the door. That's the scuttlebutt. I, I and I agree. I, I I've heard the same thing that Ryan Smith is look. We are going to do what it takes to get what we need to be a championship basketball team, even if I have to spend the pretty dime to do it. They got to find some guys who are going to be willing to be able to ball out here and that are going to have a great impact and immediate effect because there's like, you know, there's there's some windows that are closing on some of these guys. Joe Ingles is one of those. Uh, if they can get Mike Conley back, he'd be one of those guys. Um, the window's closing on, uh, you know, and they, they need to start building a championship team and doing it quickly because I feel like the Western Conference is going to continue to get better and better. It's always a really dynamic conference. It's always the best conference. Uh, with more talented teams, top to bottom, at least the, the upper half especially. But you, t- you brought up Ryan Smith. Justin Zanuck talked a little bit about you know, working with Ryan Smith and what's what's next this offseason and working with this new owner and what that process is going to look like for the Jazz over these next couple of months. We've got a, a period of time here. Um, also, you know, with Ryan... Uh, and his first year of ownership to go through this off-season process. So we need to get with him and give him a download and, and get everybody, you know, get all of their thoughts after after a few days here. And then, you know, while we're, we're constantly in the front office, continuing to plan for the draft and free agency, regardless of when or if we get eliminated, but uh, getting everybody else after they've had a little bit of a break here to talk and then what's next. So, Eric, I know we've talked about it. We've, we've had this conversation, I don't know how many times. I mean, the question is, is, is what is next for the Utah Jazz and how do you go about um, preparing that game plan for the 2021 offseason and, and making sure that you have guys in the right place, um, contracts, you know, financially. Like, financially, it's going to be kind of a, uh, man, it's going to be tough. I mean, who do you pay and who do you not pay? George Yang, I think, needs to go. Um, I, you know, Matt Thomas is, is an interesting character. I think he's in limbo mode. Um, but just, yeah, I, some of these guys I don't know what to do with. Derek Favors is on a veteran minimum contract, but he wasn't great this year. How do you handle that? I mean, when do you say, you know what, Azabuki, it's your time? Well, I think you bring up some good questions. And um, I think that part of it is like continuing to develop some of your younger players that are on your bench. Because that bench, after you go seven players deep or is it eight there's a huge yeah, drop off yeah eight with age yep. and experience nba hey, level man. experience i'm with you cuz after joe jordan clarkson and derek favors who's your next yeah, experience guy yeah so uh, so is it continue to work with um udoko azubuke mie oni are, are, are both of those guys going to be rotational guys what about brantley or morgan Trent Forrest, is he going to be your your future backup point guard? So you don't have to go get one. You continue to develop him. Just how how much do they believe in these guys and their abilities and their upside versus it's going to take too long to do that. We want, we're impatient. We want to go do something now. In fact, Mike Connolly even offered some thought on that and what the Jazz need to do to be a championship team. What what the organization would need to do to get to that next level. Well, it's 
it's tough to say with this year, you know, this health would have been good, you know, this just giving us that opportunity, you know, we, we, we probably had a, a real shot. As teams get better, you know, teams will get better across the league. Um, as you saw with the corporation, Phoenix teams switch a lot, you know, there's a lot of lean, a lot of people making multiple, you know, playing multiple positions. And, uh, I think teams can always use players that can play multiple positions and both ends of the floor. Team can never be too deep in this case, especially with um, different styles that we'll have to play in the playoffs. Have to say, so versatility. I think it's the the if I could put it boil that down into one word from Mike Connolly is the Jazz need to be more versatile. Then we need to be able to adapt to different playing styles. Yeah, small ball kick their butts. Hey, we got a few texts in Eric. I was some great thoughts. Let's get to these really quickly. Nine three one zero. He says, thanks for the advice, everyone. I'll show up early, spend money on good food, put mustard on my hot dog, and report back next Tuesday or Wednesday. <laughs> Have yeah. a blast, man. Uh, uh, hope, uh, you hope you enjoy your time in San Diego. 2305, you talk about the owner of the Jazz. Why can't you get him on your radio program and ask us some key, key questions? It would be great for all of us. Great thought. Great point. That is a major challenge for us. I mean, I've, I've emailed hey, to- it's a. It's not. It's worth asking. Can I and I and I'll be and I'll be forefront with with all of our listeners. I've reached out to Derek Garduno, who's the lead PR director for the Utah Jazz. Really super good dude. I know him really well. I've I've, I've been around him. Good guy. Uh, and I've asked, hey, can we get Dennis Lindsay or Justin Zanuck on? And there's like we've had conversations of like when we could or when we can or when it's gonna work. I mean, nothing's came to fruition yet. So we're still working on that. Just know that we are trying to get those guys on our radio show. There's effort being made. Hopefully we can, honestly. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We'll keep asking. 2603 says, I'm excited to see Forrest and Azubuki in Summer League. See, I love the Summer League idea. I love the Summer League idea for this very reason. Yeah, Eric. we didn't have one last year. Yeah, Oni, Forrest, Azubuki. I'd like to see, honestly, I'd like to see George Ying back in there. I think he needs more reps. He, they won't send him there. I know, but he needs to go back. Uh, 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 Matt Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, uh, and whoever that one guy they get in the draft. Oh yeah, he'll definitely be now. But remember, Jazz are going to send two teams. two teams. Yep, and Alex Jensen's coaching one of them, and then their other head associate, I can't remember his name, is also going to coach the other team. Quinn Snyder will watch both teams throughout the time there, uh, as long as uh, as well as the other development assistants. I think that's saying we're sending a signal like, hey, we're going to evaluate a lot of guys. Yeah, we got a lot of. work. We to have do. a high expectation of what it's going to take to get on our roster, so you better be good. Uh, six seven eight nine Utah's image changed this year. It seems lifetime bans. Donovan's establishment outside the bubble as a playoff performer, the number one seed. Jordan Clarkson getting sixth man of the year. Quinn being a finalist as coach of the year. I think we turned heads, predicting at least one firework in the off season. See, I, we talked about that the other day. the The perception of the Utah Jazz has absolutely, in my mind, been elevated over the past twelve months. With those things that you detailed, you've got a young core, you got a rim protector. You got a dynamic scorer, new ownership, Dwayne Wade involved as well. What the Jazz are doing as an organization to give back to their community, especially it's amazing. Uh, certain communities of people that Amen. traditionally don't have the same opportunities as others. That sends a strong signal to a lot of other people around the country that will say they'll give the Utah Jazz maybe a second thought if they maybe in the past would you know, uh, just completely dismiss the thought. 
Uh, finally, one more text. I'll go to break here. 9995 says, compare the Suns and Jazz and the major difference in the point guard position. Mike Conley was supposed to be that and might have been if he was healthy. Imagine the Jazz with the veteran point guard that you could count on, take the pressure off of Donovan when bringing up the ball at the court. Donovan and Booker on the same level, ready to take the league over. Uh, if Mike Connolly's healthy for the vast majority of the season and the playoffs, the difference between number one and number two wouldn't have been a game. Yeah, It would have been like yeah. five games. Yep. And by the way, if Mike Connolly's healthy for that Clippers series, Jazz in six. Absolutely. And then the Jazz probably, this is just me, Jazz dominate the Suns. I just, I, I just think that Quinn would have made too many adjustments um, in that in that series to for the Suns to be able to handle. But here we are. I mean, all the woulda, coulda, shoulda. Gosh, dang it, don't. All right, we got to take a break. Uh, we're gonna try and get this more audio, but we do have our what went wrong Wednesday priorities. I want to hear Eric your priorities for the Utah Jazz coming up and what that's supposed to look like. Uh, and then we'll uh, we'll hurry and get to our uh, Team USA uh, announcement as well. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press. Career decisions after graduation are tough. If you're looking to help yourself or someone you know, then look into the Air National Guard. We have full-time benefits, part-time service, money for college, on-the-job training, resume-boosting skills, unparalleled experiences, over 200 awesome career paths, and bases all over the nation with the freedom to choose where you serve. The Air National Guard is the smart choice for your career and your life. Take the first step to success at GoANG.com or call 1-800-TOGO-ANG. This is Larry at Larry's Pharmacies. Are you struggling with all your medicine? Did you take this morning's dose or not? We at Larry's Pharmacy have the perfect solution. Let us help you organize your meds so that you take it exactly as your doctor prescribed for the most benefit. Just punch out the meds from the organized packets at the clearly labeled time and you're done. This is a free service and a big help for those on many meds or who struggle to open and close bottles. We also offer free delivery service. Stay well. You want a business you can trust with a name you can trust to work on your vehicle. Think Amco Transmissions and Total Car Care in North Logan. They have the experience to get your vehicle in and out quickly, diagnosed and fixed right at the most affordable cost. Amco, 75 East, 2000 North in North Logan. And hey, if you're a mechanic, Amco is hiring. Come start your career for that same great national name and enjoy your new career. Apply today. Double A. MCO. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you want small and simple or a little more, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner works personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. And you can rest assured the Riverwoods Conference Center is following every guideline from the CDC and Health Department. Google Riverwoods Conference center or call 750-5151. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Bright green cars. That's the only thing you need to remember as you're driving down Main Street in Logan looking for Jarek's fine jewelry. Hi, this is Jarek. We have a lot of people comment on the bright green cars outside, and some even talk about the building. But the overwhelming responses come when they step inside. Jarek's showroom was created to offer an intimate, romantic setting for couples to enjoy their ring-buying experience. Everyone is treated like a friend, with no price negotiation needed. Make your engagement special. Make it Jarek's. 
Come see us at 930 North Main in Logan. Just look for the bright green cars. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric Franson, and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Uh, a little bit of time left here before we close up shop for the day. Uh, odd couple coming up next here on 106.9 The Fan. Um, I just want to wrap up the Utah Jazz talk before we move on to Team USA and uh, what went wrong Wednesday. Because this this bite, which I think was appropriate to say for last, this is Dennis Lindsay talking about the template the Jazz have used to improve as a team. And we've already kind of touched on this that the Jazz have historically built their team from the ground up. And now they're the number one seed. It's a little bit harder to do some of that and get your younger guys time. But that's still kind of the modus operandi from uh, Dennis Lindsay. Just good, honest, sober assessments that, you know, we'll keep internal, as you guys know here. we, But, you know, try to be uh, internally just brutally honest where we might have fallen short, had opportunities, didn't take advantage of them, didn't have opportunities. Why didn't we have those opportunities? So I, we, we do a, a fairly comprehensive review from A to Z. I think that's relatively one of our strengths is, is you know, we're honest with, with ourselves and internal improvement, you know, just, 0.2% here, 1% there. And then there's obviously free agency draft uh, trade things that we, we need to analyze. And we take verbatim notes on, on every meeting. So uh, it gives us a chance to honestly uh, look at ourselves, uh, evaluate uh, you know, what we did uh, well, what we got lucky on, what we did poorly. And we'll, we'll do that. As always, in a, in a confidential way, but rest assured, in a comprehensive way as well. So, yeah, they're, they're going to take a – before they start talking about growing players and giving more opportunity, they have to first decide, what did we get right? What did we get wrong? Now, look, Jazz, they've hit some home runs with some of their, their selections, and they've also had some real duds. Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. I mean, we could honestly do a Friday Five Best of the worst draft picks and drafts in Jazz <laughs> history and be yeah. – very okay, like with regards to content. So you talk about evaluation. What's your evaluation? Where do they need to go from here? I think you've right. now that you've heard Dennis. Yeah, you've heard Justin. You've even heard some Mike Connolly weighing in. Where do the Jazz go from here? What What's on the priority list? I, I you've said it before uh, a numerous amount of times. I never believed you until now. We need a three and D guy, but we need a three and score guy. We need a guy who can play defense on one end, score on the other, without putting pressure on everybody else. Um, that has been the biggest, that's been such a huge issue. Health is always like just a luck, right? I, I think health has always been a luck thing and they're going to have to do a lot of their shopping and a lot of their gold making in the free agency. If they can do that, find guys for, and if it costs you a pretty dime, but the guy's a legit player is a legit three guy or is a legit score or legit all-star, you go, you go and you pay him what he needs. Let's get him here. Let's go win a championship. Get Donovan what he needs to help build around the guy so he's not doing it on his own every single year. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a it's got to be a high priority for two reasons. I think that uh, Royce, 
Everything is on Royce's shoulders. Yes. Oh, yeah. He needs some help. He needs somebody else that can come in and give him a break for, from time to time. I think Rudy has to develop an offensive game. He has to develop a few plays that he can go to and get a bucket with his back to the basket or a one dribble move, drop step. He doesn't have that. He's just around the rim, clean up the garbage, do an alley-oop uh, on a pick and roll. He has that, but what can you do? If he's at the free throw line, can you throw the ball into Rudy and he can make something happen to get a, a bucket? Um, and then continue to work on like Oni, Forrest, Dope. Yes. I, I think those are Develop promising young them, players man. that are that are cheap that could provide some promise. Huge. I think Azabuki has a really bright future, Eric. I know he got hurt, but during but before he got hurt, and even just after when he came back, he still looked really good. I think he brings a good size present, physical, you know, like wants to be physical with you too on both ends of the floor. I think Azabuki, I don't know who had said it before. But I uh, two six zero three. I'm really excited to see that guy in summer league. He's going to be really fun to watch, Eric. Uh, quickly, some Team USA news. Uh, looks like um, uh, Jeremy Grant from the Detroit Pistons is going to go. Yep, as well as Zach Levine of the Chicago Bulls. So you're. I roster- think Grant's a good move. He's got, he provides that size. Yeah. Uh, shot blocking, good scoring around the rim, and versatile. So I think that's a good move because that team lacked some size and height. So you- your 2021 Team USA team for Tokyo Olympics set, along with Jeremy Grant and Zach Lafine, James Harden has bowed out due to injury. So Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal, Bam Bam, Jason Tatum, Draymond Green, Kevin Love, Chris Middleton, J. Rue Holiday, and Devin Booker, if he's available, if they're not in the NBA Finals, uh, would uh, would be available to go. Uh, again, the Olympics start on July 23rd. They end August 8th. By the way, Game 7 of the NBA Finals, July 22nd. Yeah, if it goes 7. Is that team good enough to win gold? No. No. He'll be third. Second. With Kevin Durant? A couple of those guys? Kevin Durant, yeah. I'm just... I don't know. I think it's dude, a pretty good team. The world's getting better. Yeah. The true. world teams are getting better. Australia's getting better. Spain is still Spain. Um, France. Argentina. France Croatia. is going to be really good. Croatia's going to be a problem just because of their size. We don't have a lot of size here. I still like Team USA. It's a lot of experience, a lot of shot making, a lot of scoring. Yeah, the offense is there. It's the defense there, though. Mm, that's a good question. I mean, the offense is no problem. It's the defense I'm worried about. Hey, a big thanks to our listeners. A big thanks to Cody. Eric, thank you so much. I'm Ajay Salveson. Thanks for tuning into the Full Court Press on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to The Doug Gottlieb Show. An unnamed general manager from another club called Aaron.